Let's f***ing get it on. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Fudge Packers, welcome to Pure Boys Podcast, Showgirls Spectacular. I'm Adam and Urine. <laughs> and it's all urine to me because I am wet. I am so wet right now. It's a moisture that's taken over my body after watching Showgirls. As I like to call it, Showgirls Revelation. <laughs> Showgirls Relorded. And joining <laughs> us for this very special, very randy episode, we have our one of our favorite guests and favorite friends and favorite people in the world, Abo. That's his crypto wallet name. Oh, what's up, fellas? Hey, doggy. Uh, I know you love Showgirls. and I do. When we when we decided because we're, we've been doing May I Take My Clothes Off, we've been watching male stripper movies all month, and we decided you know we need to do a special. What better movie to do a special about than the sexiest movie, and that is Showgirls. And who is obsessed with Showgirls more than us than Abo himself? That's true. No, it's more like the back of my hand. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you walked in. Gross. You said I think this is the first time I've ever finished this movie. <laughs> But now I now I really know it. <laughs> but not the first time he finished watching this movie. Oh, certainly. of course not. No, no. That always comes. What first. is your history with Showgirls? Like, nice. uh, were you a young lad that discovered America with this film? No, unfortunately <laughs> not. Still, I still don't know what America's all about. But uh, I think I was probably about twenty-three when I started watch this. Yeah, that's gross. With like, was it with me? I think so. Yeah, like I definitely knew it was a fun film before watching it. I wasn't expecting to be titulated. <laughs> you weren't expecting to see a woman waterboarded in a waterfall while getting her brains fricked out. No, oh. but you know, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not bad. A classic scene. <laughs> what about you, uh, Steve? What's your history with Showgirls? Double XL. Uh, I was right there with it when I was a pretty young lad. This came, what, uh, uh, 95? 95, yep. Oh, man. I was a 10-year-old lad. Uh, I didn't see it until it came out on, like, the movie channels, Mm -hmm. like, a couple years later. But I I made sure I saw this when I saw it on that uh, scrolly guide. But I, I think I saw it on cable, so they took some of the aggressive stuff out. Because I don't remember getting a boner as much. Did they do digital bras for this one? I was just about to ask. <laughs> yeah, they did. This is a movie they did do that yeah. with. But is that the version you saw where there's like hand painted black bras on a bunch of people? Yeah, there's definitely a bunch of handprints that I remember seeing on women's breasts. <laughs> right. Yours on the TV. Exactly. Yeah. Your parents came home and they were like, why are there handprints and lip prints all over the TV? Well, my dad put this on for me and said, this will make you a man. This is a man. And then went and smoked some darts on the... Went and smoked darts for two hours. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he watched his other copy of it. 
Mm-hmm. He watched striptease, and he was like, my son should see the more randy version of striptease. Well, I mean, maybe striptease is a more randy version of this, because I did not get too horny during this movie. I was more saddened what? by oh, the affairs. That's, that's shocking. That is shocking. I, I mean, I haven't seen show uh, striptease, but because who has time for one nude scene when you could watch fifty nude mm-hmm. scenes? Way better. It's more bang for your buck. Yeah, all at once. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I the first time I ever saw this movie was my parents. My whole family was gone. They were at like a cultural, uh, let's call it extravaganza that our city puts on. And they were going to be gone like till late at night, and I was at home, and I was just flipping through the channels. We had poverty TV, so we only had three channels, and this was on CTV at like midnight, and so I watched this movie and just like bust after bust after bust watching it. <laughs> it was like they came home, and I was just like this withered husk laying on the couch. Just moisture drained from you completely. Mm-hmm. Chapped lips, red eyes. <laughs> That's how I want to die. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, oh, and and it never stopped from there. It was just. Uh, I don't. I've seen that. That must have been the bra version, though, right? I mean, it must have been, but still, yeah. a lap dance is a lap dance to like a you know to a thirteen-year-old, right? So. <laughs> oh, for sure. I always say that. Someone else, watching someone else get a lap dance, still a lap dance. <laughs> yeah, watching uh, what's his name Cliff, you know Vanderslate or whatever is. <laughs> no, the guy he plays in uh, the Flintstones movie. I think it's like Cliff Vanderslate or I something that, like that. That sounds right. Yeah, watching him get a lap dance was just like, oh, dreams come true. For him, not so much for me, but for him, oh, dreams come true. Ha- First Halle Berry, then Elizabeth Berkley? Woo! He does look a lot like his character in Flintstones in this movie. <laughs> it would be great if he was playing like like the the great 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 grandson of him. If we find that out through context clues and things like that, he should have wore like the same wardrobe, like those, like <laughs> shitty like dresses that are like yeah, the triangle cut bottle. Yeah, with like the big like cufflinks that like Chippendales cufflinks and no sleeves. A giant ass pearl necklace with a little <laughs> boulders. <laughs> I just Hot. swear it's like the exact same haircut, like that over emoed uh, fade in the mm-hmm. front. I mean, that might just be Kyle McLaughlin's so. normal look. I mean, I think that's yeah. the, the Twin Peaks look as well. Oh, ha- even hotter. Mm-hmm. There's murder Hot, in coffee. That. Oh, yeah. My favorite GTA mod. I've never seen Twin Peaks, and I probably never will. Hmm. You and I watched some of it, but yeah. uh, I didn't finish it. But it was good. Yeah, it's good. It starts off really strong and yeah. then kind of falls apart. Hey, can I get you to open my Smirnoff ice for me? You betcha, man. We're all drinking, because why not? Why not? Uh, I mean, we probably shouldn't have said why not yet, because you have to cheers after saying why not. So you know what? Cheers well, to you guys. Cheers. cheers. Why not? I've never had a Smirnoff ice before. I like to cover the silence with a little ditty. Ooh. What do you guys like to cover silence with? Ugh. Smirnoff Ice, not good. Not good. <laughs> but I'm going to drink the whole thing. I'm excited about it. Well, you have to. Now you know how, what it feels like when you ice a bunch of people. I know. I remember when we had a different friend on a different show, and I iced him, and he chugged Smirnoff Ice at 11 in the morning on a Sunday. He was a trooper. Was a big one, too, right? Yeah. yeah. A big boy. Don't mess around. Well, that's like, you know, Sunday. If it was like a Tuesday... 
was on his lunch break. Yeah, he had to go to the he had to go to church afterwards. <laughs> he, had to, he had to go give mass after. <laughs> hey, should we? I know this is a special, but should we do the pure boys prayer? Oh yeah, definitely clap our hands together. Perfect. Sure. All right, everyone, put their hands together for the pure boys prayer. Let's see if Abel remembers it. God, God bless, bless our, our podcast. podcast. God bless all podcasts. We, we love you. Amen. Or a Amen. woman. Or a woman. Beautiful. <laughs> Spread your hands in the most disgusting manner imaginable. Yeah, I think uh, Gina Gershon actually invented that. Oh, my God. Is there anyone hotter than Gina Gershon in this movie? Holy Yeah, she's God. pretty Hot. The fact that she's kind of like an evil bitch too, I think makes her hotter. I think know? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's like flicking champagne on Nomi, and just yeah. all the Woo! mind games she plays, like showing up. <laughs> I agree, had a head, but uh, that's okay. We very sexy. we don't have to go through beat by beat. We jump. We just talk about the movie. It's a beautiful movie. I I will say today I came home from work, very excited to watch Showgirls, and uh, knew that I had a bit of a tight time schedule for some reason. <laughs> I thought this movie was 90 minutes long. Ooh. So no. I was like, all right, no problem. I got no. lots of time. So I went to go look at my, of course, it, pulled off the internet and went to go look at my folder where the movies are and it was not in there. So I was like, oh, I have to this movie. So I did it. And then that took like 20 minutes. And then I started it and realized it was two hours long. So I had to watch Showgirls today at one and a half times speed. And it is a way better experience watching it that fast. This movie is relentless. Ooh, Speeding know. it up is like, it's like a fever dream watching it that fast. I loved it. I feel like one of the <laughs> biggest problems is um, the main character, Nomi's dancing, is already much too fast. So. <laughs> the All the dance sequences look like like epileptic fits watching them. Just lights and all the music's just like, and her hands are just flapping all over the place. I thought I was gonna like. I thought I was going to have a seizure. It was beautiful. That sounds absolutely lovely. And the way that this m- film was probably intended to be viewed, and why it failed because nobody was watching it at one point five the speed. I would recommend it for your next viewing of it. One point five speed. I honestly don't think I'll ever watch it again because I don't think I could do better than that. And it was just like, just cons- I felt like I was Keanu Reeves in The Matrix, just consuming movies. Like, oh, I know showgirls. <laughs> I considered watching it at double speed or something like that, but found it on Tubi. So, you know, anybody listening, hey. you watch it for free on Tubi with, like, just the ad for the casino every 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also watched it on Tubi um, and did not get uh, casino commercials. Hmm. I got empowering uh, women commercials. Really? Wow. Yeah. Was it commercials uh, for like women's shit. like adult diapers? I have to compare our Google search history. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone's got a gambling <laughs> problem, and someone else likes to uh, I don't know likes empowered women. Yeah, I I love empowered women. There's nothing sexier than a woman that can do your taxes. Oh, uh, but it it was Athleta, which is uh, another company that sells uh, yoga pants and yoga pant material things. What other kind of things would you make yoga pant material? Water bottles. Well, shirts. Well, sure. <laughs> Water bottles out of yoga pant material. Why not? That's the same, they sell the same shit. Why not? You get not? your yoga pants, you get your water bottle. You get a water bottle with uh, yoga pants shoved into it. The live, laugh, yoga side. <laughs> <laughs> it's always live, laugh, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Live, laugh, yoga sign. Live, Whatever. laugh, yoga. Whatever. You know. <laughs> 
I gotta say, my first boner of this movie okay. was uh, seeing that it was NC seventeen. Yeah, that was. Not, I don't think I've ever watched another NC seventeen movie. I can't think of one other I, than I couldn't even tell you one, even let alone one I've seen. I don't know. Isn't that like? I don't know. That's weird. Now I want to find out. What's a the closest I could think of is Antichrist. Although that was gonna get an NC seventeen rating, and then the director is like. Nah, we're not going to get it rated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great workaround. Yeah. I think the original Blade was NC-17, but then they uh, gave him a pass because it was vampires they were having sex with and killing. Oh, That's, That's safe. just bestiality, kind of. Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Interspecies. That's only R. It's yeah. not NC-17. Yeah. It's, you know, beasts. Well, the problem is that they kept turning into bats while people were having sex with them. <laughs> and they were like, That's bestiality! You can't do that! What are you doing? So time to have you do You're splitting these bats in half. What are you doing? Well, my phone's not loading, so I couldn't tell you a single other NC-17 movie. Last Tango in Paris. Barbed or, Wire. Uh, and Kill Bill, supposedly, before they changed. I want to see it black and white. Really? Well, yeah. I guess there's a lot of blood. Just but make the also, blood green. Yeah. Should make it look the- like smoke or something. <laughs> yeah, make it look like smoke. Are these Yakuza members okay? Yeah, yeah, they're fine. They're just full of smoke. They love to vape. Are you looking it up? What do you got, Steve? Uh, Clerks. What? Have you ever heard of that? Uh, nope. I've heard of Clerks uh, 2. And uh, is there a Clerks 3 now? Is that ever, is that a thing? Maybe not. Oh, yeah. This is good podcast. I think there is one in the works. Or I don't, I don't know what that whatever. guy's up to ever since he got... Lost all his weight. Yeah, and got hooked on weed. <laughs> and veganism. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's way worse. What else you got? You got any good ones? No, that was it. Mm. It, it started and stopped with that. <laughs> it's Clerks and Showgirls, the only two NC-17 movies. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was a vegan in Showgirls as a character choice? Ooh, maybe Molly. She really liked uh, burritos and enchiladas. I think the woman named Gay probably is. <laughs> Do you know what her full name is in the movie? Though? Her full character name? No. Her character name is Gay Carpenter. <laughs> That's great. That's real. That's Any relation name? to John? Uh, probably. <laughs> I just love like, I don't know, name her Gay Carpenter. I don't know, who cares? Whatever. It's beautiful. I think the guy was just watching TV and saw a gay carpenter on TV. <laughs> oh, definitely. By that guy, you mean Paul Verhoeven. A genius. Yeah, or Tim the Toolman Taylor. Right. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven, arguably one of the best directors ever. Arguably. Right. Uh, well, no one's going to challenge that. Okay, No, I, I agree. I, I mean, he certainly had a run. He had a great run. An almost untouchable run in from the 80s to the early 90s, ending with uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Starting with probably, I don't know, Total Recall? Yeah, or, or Basic Robocop. Instinct or RoboCop, whichever one of those came out first, yeah. Great run. One of one of our finest directors. And now he's making, like, lesbian nun movies. I don't know what he's doing now, but something like that. Ah, well, Abe Man, was interested, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty cool with that. If you, uh, you want to throw a lesbian, uh, yeah. Like, I think Showgirls could have used a couple of lesbians, you know, just to see... Well, 
Like a couple, a couple, a couple of sisters in Vegas. There's a little bit. There's you know, some. There's a couple of dance scenes, and then there's that very sexual kiss between Ginny Gershon and Elizabeth Berkley at the very end that I watched very quickly. Mm. Yeah, and there's a I whole scene at the Cheetah where there's a bunch of ladies making out with each other. <laughs> that is funny how that like Nomi and Penny finish their dance, and then two women just come out on stage and start making out, and you're like, is this a dance? What is this? Is this a performance? What is this? Never danced before. What? <laughs> Whatever she's doing, it's not dancing. <laughs> Well, it's definitely art because I had a boner mm. and uh, my uh, flag signals to art. Of course, yeah. Well, you, you saw those women dancing, and then pop goes the zipper. You know. Oh my god! That's I song. think I'd rather <laughs> go to a place that just had a couple of women <laughs> making out rather than stripping. Sure. Yeah, that feels hotter. I mean, why not? Why not? Well, yeah, and they're touching each other's privates and right? boobies. And then pop goes the zipper. The pop goes the zipper. <laughs> Dippers don't go pop, though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's pretty... Have you seen a stripping zipper? <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, we call those uh, strippers. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough tearaway clothing in stripping movies. I mean, I can think of two movies that have quite a bit of tearaway clothing, and they're those, called Magic Mike yeah. and Magic Mike Double XL. A lot of bums in those movies, but yeah. no, no dingers. Not Chocolate City, though. They totally leave out the leave on the pants sometimes. Yeah, most of the time, especially in the second one. They're most <laughs> Chocolate City. <laughs> Somebody's not a fan of the podcast. God damn! Wow! Wow! It- First of all, it's Chocolate City. Second of all, it's uh, a Magic Mike ripoff. First of all, it's what the mayor of New Orleans referred to New Orleans as right after Hurricane Katrina, and then he got in a lot of trouble for it. <laughs> He's what like, color what race is the mayor? He's chocolate. Okay. Yeah. He was like, we're going to build New Orleans back better. It's going to become a chocolate city. And people were like, no, I don't think you can call it that. That seems inappropriate. Are you sure he wasn't like from the candy industry or something? Oh, yeah, like that's that right. Hair? Yeah, I, I for, he is Willy Wonka. <laughs> he was Willy Wonka. <laughs> he was up there. He walked out with a cane. Everyone thought he was like lame. And then he tripped and then he did a backflip. And everyone's like, oh, the mayor's amazing. <laughs> Oh, the mayor's amazing. <laughs> you hear that a lot. I mean, not so much anymore. Certainly around Hurricane Katrina time, a lot of people, like, you know, Rudy Giuliani during 9-11, people were like, the mayor's amazing. And then, yeah, Chocolate City mayor, mayor's amazing. And now, yeah, name another amazing mayor. Everything's going to be great now. Man, that scene where Nomi is sitting on the hood of her car, looking out over Vegas, eating a hamburger, all I could think was, everything's going to be great now. <laughs> She should have said that, or there should have been, like, a helicopter with, like, a light banner that went uh, across the sky that said, everything's going to be great now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's a line from Chocolate City 1. Oh, nice. After the guy's first night of stripping, when he makes $15, presumably, in ones, he goes, everything's going to be great now. I don't think anybody's <laughs> ever said that after their first night of stripping. <laughs> well, I can think of one guy. <laughs> I feel yeah, sort of no. like, oh, so this is my life now. God, I no. mean, Robert Davi probably said it the first night the Cheetah Club was open. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not a stripper, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Robert Davi... Well, that's the difference between male and female stripping is that at the end of a night of male stripping everything's going to be great now at the end of your first night female stripping what have i done with my life? <laughs> it really is like it's so funny like that that difference because like in the male stripper movies we watched male stripping seems awesome 
Yeah, I was, I'm get, in any of the male stripping movies, do they have to do like sex work stuff? And no, uh, uh-uh. maybe a private dance at like a college dorm or something like that. But they don't have to sell their <laughs> bodies the way that the women strippers do. Uh, uh-uh. uh, they have too much respect for themselves for that. Mm. Well, they definitely like to go out on the prowl after a good night of stripping and get laid, but uh, yeah. nobody's forcing them to do it for money no not even matthew mcconaughey and he's kind of running the whole show in the first magic mike damn yeah it's great uh, they love stripping yeah they really do like it's like they nobody is forced into it it's more just like you're hot you should be a stripper and they're like i should be a stripper instead of women being like i have no other options i need to take my clothes off for money <laughs> all right i guess that's it for you yeah, I mean, in the first Magic Mike, uh, he's he's a little downtrodden. He's uh, everybody looks at him a little bit differently, especially the bank. But they still have a <laughs> lot of fun stripping. That's definitely true. Yeah, <laughs> but then in women women stripper movies, there's always a moment where a man drunkenly stumbles up behind you and goes, "I want to see your ass." <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good. slapping too. A lot of, uh, hey, can you give me a BJ Mm -hmm. type talk? A lot of being grabbed by your upper arm and pulled somewhere. Very aggressive behavior. At the Cheetah, anyways. At the Cheetah, yeah, of course. Robert Davi runs a nice club. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice club. (laughs) Well, he is the nicest male character in this movie at the end of it all. Like, he's the one that you're supposed to feel, like, affection towards. And he's a terrible human being. I, I have a note that, like, Robert Davi, a.k.a. Al, a.k.a. the owner of the Cheetah, is, like, a good man despite... Or, like, he's, like, like a kind-hearted man despite being an absolute piece of shit person. But he's, like... He j- seems to genuinely care for the women that dance there. But he's also, like, give me my cut. And also get out there and make that money. And give me my cut. But I care about you. He's, just like, you a, well. he's just like a manager, really. A manager at any business is... <laughs> He's got he's got to worry about the bottom line of the business. Yeah. Wants you to be he's happy. Also he wants you to make that money. Uh, favors. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. If you want to last a week, you give me a blow job. Sure, of course. But like, are you serious? <laughs> he is. You better believe it. Yeah, serious as a heart attack. Yeah. Right? Let me tell you. If you want to last longer than a week, you better start getting knocked up by Glenn Plummer. She goes, "Are you serious? Oh my god! All right, fine." He supports. Uh, an aging comedian that gets her boobs out in a weird way. Ugh. That's cool. That's nice. I love Mama or whatever her name is in this movie. She's she is so funny and outrageous and just like what is your you you might have the saddest life of all, Mama, out of all of these women because you can't leave the cheetah. Yeah, and these women can move on to other things. You can't. And the only person that can get her tits popping right <laughs> leaves the cheetah. When Nomi quits and she goes, hey, kid, are you kidding me? You're the only one who can get my tits popping. <laughs> she means it. She's so crushed in that moment. And I love how she has multiple dresses that do that. Like, she has the one she's wearing on stage there, like, in the in the backstage. But later on, she goes to visit Nomi at uh, whatever the casino is called. At the goddess show. Yeah, just, like, wearing another dress. It makes her tits pop out by, like, squeezing her shoulder blades together. It's just... <laughs> beautiful it's so sad when when nomi comes out and she's on stage doing her act at like at that big at the riviera or whatever it is and it's just like enjoy this nobody's there like the show is over she's just like up there just performing because it's fun 
And it's just like, you're never going to get this. Like, this is it for you, Mama. Enjoy this. You're never going to see a crowd. You're never going to see a room like this again, essentially. It's great. And like, there, was, there is essentially her mom. Like, that's yeah. her mom. Her mom's her dad. <laughs> that's her mom and her mom's her dad. She is uh, an orphan. Yes. Um, a oh, wayward yeah. child. Uh, and a terrible human being. I think she... It's mostly like a human hurricane, I think is how I would describe <laughs> Nomi. Yeah. She's also like a psychopath. Like she's unhinged. Mm-hmm. She's just completely off her rocker she the entire movie. overwhelmed extremely easy. Like, there's a point where she goes out to eat with Gina Kershaw. <laughs> At least, so they just get seated. She opens up the menu, glances at it for half a second. I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> And it's like probably like gives up. Like it's it's probably like fettuccine Alfredo. Like it's just like it's like pasta. Like do you not know how to read at all? Like is that what the pressure? I think that might be it. Uh, Maybe yeah. (laughs) There's no there's no point in the movie where she reads anything. So there's nothing to prove that she does know how to read. So we have to assume that she doesn't know how to read. Yeah, like she might have issues with vision in general. Say on the movie they drive past like a billboard that says. Know me, whatever, and goddess uh-huh. doesn't make any. Doesn't even acknowledge the billboard. <laughs> she might not know it's her. She's too busy holding a knife to that man's throat. Yeah, I think this he's my might favorite have been character. the last person to ever learn how to read, <laughs> or never learn how to read. Look how far she came, though. She was selling her body for fifty bucks a pop. You could sometimes a hundred. Way better. Oh yeah, I love that. Cal McLaughlin's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're se- you're really selling yourself short. You f- so good, or whatever he says, and then she spits in his face, and he's like, "I was giving you a compliment." Well, he genuinely loves her. He lo- loves everything about her and wants the best for her. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand why she spits in his face. Like their interaction at the end, after like the the unpleasantness with Andrew Carver happens, and like she's like, "Well, you're gonna call the cops on Andrew Carver?" He's like, "No, we're not, because he's a part of the family, and so are you." And then he's like choking Nomi, being like, "You're gonna make us so much money." It's like, well, why are you threatening her about that? Like, she's going, she's already got the job. She already got the jobby. She's gonna work for you. Yeah, that whole scene well, doesn't make any goddamn sense, to be honest. <laughs> the ending is the ending is a little sloppy in this movie. I'll give it that. Well, he, like. He's a predator. He's a piece of crap. Mm. And he sees somebody at their low, so they he takes advantage of that by, like, doubling down on his aggressive behavior. Right. Because that's worked for him his entire life. He has a beautiful house, beautiful job, lovely wife, and he's just a terrible human being to the people around him. Like, is he going to forbid the chick that got assaulted from calling the cops? Like... It had like something very unpleasant happened at a party with like hundreds of witnesses. Yeah, very obvious who was guilty and what happened. <laughs> like you don't even need to call the like people know Caesar's like, going to call the cops yeah. on them. Definitely. Well, that's Vegas, baby, and that's society, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely hope it's a lot stronger than it is. Yeah, I mean, I'd say like up until. The unpleasantness with Andrew Carver. This movie is like a 10 out of 10. And then at that point, the whole thing kind of falls off the rails. Like, Nomi goes to the guy's house and, like, beats him to death. And then just like, ah, I guess there'll be no consequences for this. Even though everyone knows you were there. You made an appointment to go see him with your real name. 
I like how she puts on like special nail polish and it plays like 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 kung fu music. Like, <laughs> like a, it's like a flute or something yeah. that has Yeah. You can see like a katana and like a kung fu movie or something. <laughs> yeah, I think the Wu Tang clan sampled that song for one of their songs. And then she like also makes sure to put the lipstick on her nipples, so she's got yeah, bright red clown nose nipples. Not a good look. It's weird. The first when I saw that movie when I was like thirteen, I was like, "Oh, is she? Does she have mumps? Is she okay? She seems <laughs> sick. What's wrong with her nips? She seems sick." And like, when that, I feel like it just rub all over like the inside of her shirt. Like she'd take off her top <laughs> yeah. and her would just be red, smeared. <laughs> Andrew Carver doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's a he's a wolf man. He's a beast. That's he's fact, a wolf man. The beautiful song we heard to open this episode is called "Walk Into the Wind," and it's the song that Andrew Carver performs in this movie. Is it? Oh. Yeah, that's why I played it because it's 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 from this movie, and I never noticed it until I watched was watching the movie at one and a half times speed. But it plays three different times in the movie in three different ways. That same version? Yeah. Uh, like, no, two ver- two of that version, and then at the end at the party, uh, like a lounge singer is singing it. Like, singing the same song as, like, a jazzy lounge version. It's very weird. I don't know why it's in there. The lyrics don't really mean anything. It's just, I don't know why it's, like, so prevalent in the movie. It's not even a real song. <laughs> Andrew Carver's not a real guy. And he does not look like a singer at all. Like, you cannot look further away from... He looks like, uh, what's that, like, Sebastian Bach? Like, he looks like that guy. Like just like a an eighties power metal singer or something like that, and yet he's like the hottest act in Vegas. He looks like an eighties porn star. Is what <laughs> I mean, he looks like he looks like Wolf from American Gladiators. That's who he looks he look, the most like. He looks like a like a wrestler. He looks yeah, he's mean. He's got a very Triple H esqueness to him. Yeah. yeah, put some leotards on that guy. Oh, Ooh, we had wrestle him all day. Hey, now we're talking. He's even got a, you know, he's even got his faction. <laughs> but, uh, you know they do. You know what they do. Oof! I shouldn't have drank that smear off ice so fast. I don't oh, drink man. at all, and I'm. Ugh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's not very good. I get why people didn't like being iced because it's an unpleasant experience drinking one of these. This is the first one I've ever had. Good for me. I did a little bit. Uh... <laughs> well, now you know. Now you can move on with your life. Hmm. Ooh, a Corona. Are we watching the Fast and the Furious movies? Oh, no. <laughs> and this, I forgot how non-good Coronas are. They're okay, I guess. We're all just drinking terrible drinks. <laughs> drinks that we don't enjoy. <laughs> what are you drinking, Steve? I'm drinking a soul, and I quite enjoy it once in a while. Mm. I don't know what that is. It's a good one. Looks like beer. It's it's on it's kissed beer. Oh, it, yeah, I'd say that too. It's like Corona, but okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's okay, yeah, excellent. That's great. <laughs> oh, cor- okay, Corona. No, that didn't really work. Doesn't matter. Doesn't okay, matter. Corona. Miss Connors, how old are you? That's a great uh, line in this movie. Different places. <laughs> like there is, there is something about this movie where just like every line reading and every line in it is just beautiful and delivered perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so, do we all have a favorite line from this movie? Do we all have we like? Is there a line that sticks out to you when you think of great lines from this movie? I realized I noticed a new one today, which I oh. for. Also, I appreciate that you took notes. Uh, yeah, I got five. <laughs> five. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's later on in the movie after Nomi is asked to go to the boat show, <laughs> right? And her and her dancer friend are dancing on the 
The boat. The boat hood, I guess. <laughs> yes. And then, like, they're supposed to go fuck some Asian businessman, to which Nomi wants no part of. Mm-mm-mm. Goes home and tells Kyle McLaughlin, who acts very upset with, like, the pimp in this ordeal. And <laughs> that guy says, don't jump to conclusions. And his response is, you're going to jump to your conclusion without your golden parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, I wrote that line down too. That's a good line. Yeah, you're gonna jump to your conclusion without your golden parachute. The, you know the guy's not actually in trouble. He's just putting on a show for Nomi so that she doesn't quit yeah. the show. Essentially, yeah. That Kyle, he's a scummy guy. Mm-hmm. Steve, what do you got? You got a favorite line from this flick? I think I'm gonna go with the classic. Everybody got AIDS and shit. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> yeah, that is really good. Yeah, that's a great one. Old Glenn Plummer. Do you think he's, I... he's absolutely delightful and a real dancer? <laughs> Do you think Kyle McLaughlin, like, I'm not saying he has AIDS, but let's say he did have AIDS. Did he give sure. you AIDS through his pants? And do you think that would work? Oh, like if you were giving him a fully nude lap dance in yeah. front of Gina Gershon and you made him nut in his pants. I don't know. I hope not. I mean, it depends on how much nut he's got and if he's wearing gitch or not, or, you and know. Like if he's on below you or if he's. <laughs> <laughs> it got gravity will help. Right. If his penis is tucked down his pant leg or if it's sticking up into mm-hmm. the pop goes the zipper, yeah. And how do we not know that he's wearing a condom? Like, if I'm in Vegas, I got a job like that, I'm wearing oh. a condom 24-7. Yeah, that's true. If Gina Gershon's like, let's go to the Rippers, you're like, all right, I better slip on a condom, better put on a Jimmy hat just in case I get a very sexual lap dance from somebody. I think it's like a surgery you can get there where you just... <laughs> you were wearing a permacondom, yeah, yeah. and there's just like a little cap that you twist off on the top to empty out your <laughs> your yiz. Yeah, <laughs> a little pad. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then you'd have to do it for your pee too. Well, mm. that's fair. That's what the cap is there for. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like peeing into a bladder and then uncapping it, expanding, <laughs> swelling up. Although it does make your crotch look bigger, so there is that added benefit. That's true, yeah. It makes you look like you got a fupa. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. It's my uh, surgically uh, implanted condom. (laughs) Oh, hot. This guy's got money. He's getting condoms Oh, this guy must f*** a lot. (laughs) Wow, this guy's getting laid all the time. He just has a perma-condom. He doesn't want to get AIDS. Well, what about your pee, bro? (laughs) Don't worry. Just fill it up, and then I empty it out. I drive around in my Ferrari and I empty out my pee bag. I'm cool as hell. Yeah, dog. Uh, for me, I think my favorite line, and it's been my favorite line for years and years and years, and uh, it, it holds, it's as true then as it is now, when Robert Davi goes, must be weird not having anyone come on you. <laughs> That's pretty good. He's, he's so earnest. He's such a good man when he says that. He yeah. means it. They have, like, maybe the only touching scene of this entire movie, and they're basically out the door, and he turns (laughs) around to say this to her before he leaves, ruining any, like, connection they had together that was pure. And it's not even, like... He doesn't even say, or the way I interpret it is that, like he's not saying it as like a mean thing. He's not saying it as like a jab on the way out like or he's anything. Trying, he's like trying that. to bond with her. Yeah, like, yeah. He's trying to put herself in her shoes. Boy, it must be weird not having anyone come <laughs> on you, huh? <laughs> 
I'm Robert Davi. I run a strip club. I get <laughs> on all the time. It must be weird not having that happen to you anymore. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine my life without getting <laughs> on at least a couple times a week. It occurred to me recently, way too recently, that a private lap dance at a strip club is basically just dry humping, and they expect you to release, which is basically sex. I don't think they expect you to, though. I feel like. <laughs> oh, get the cheat. How do they not? We're men. We got yes. Oh, men, 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 manly men, men, men. You know, that's us. We're in the strip club singing that song. <laughs> Is it just a prank on everybody on the trip? Like, come get a, come get a private dance in the back, and we'll send you, we'll send you back to your seat. With <laughs> all your yeah, pants. all your friends are gonna look at you and go, "That guy's got <laughs> in his pants. What a loser." His built-in condom is filled right now. <laughs> <It's> ruptured. <laughs> How embarrassing. That's why you never wear shorts to the strip club, just in case your built-in condom ruptures. Yeah, you wear yoga pants. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just, what a beautiful movie. What a great flick. Uh, Glenn Plummer, we need to talk about Glenn Plummer and what an absolute loser he is in this movie. And Am I alone on that in thinking that he's just a total zilch? The guy who teaches her, like, let me teach you how to dance. I'm going to teach you how to dance. And he's just lying to her and banging chicks. He's got a problem with <laughs> Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not making any money off this song that I wrote. I, don't, I, I should at least get to touch a little I mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's delusional as to, like, what you can do with as far as making money off of dancing? Yeah, absolutely. Like you don't is. just choreograph a dance with three women nobody have ever heard of and go to like a nightclub and just do a set while people are expected to go there and like drink all night and dance. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Rightfully booed off the stage at that point. And like, all he had to do was play a good song and people wouldn't have minded. Not some garbage song that you tell every woman you're banging that you wrote for them. <laughs> He has very lofty, artsy stripper goals. I, I think the point of him is that you're introduced to a bunch of, like, predators, a bunch of terrible people that are taking advantage of Naomi, and he's supposed to be the nice guy, and then he just turns out to be another predator trying to get uh, do the exact same things that he was warning Naomi against and telling her not to be a stripper and a yeah. whore. Yeah. Like, I kind of thought his dancing would be, like, less sexual, but it's essentially just a choreographed lap dance with four people. It's yeah. It's like, it's sad. It's like such a sad thing to watch a man. Like, what? Why are you doing this? Just get friggin' laid, bro. You don't need to, you don't need to trick women into having sex with you through dance. You can just get, just go get laid. You're in Vegas. You're fine. You're an attractive guy at that age, Glenn Plummer. You could have done it. He's also very, um, got a lot of agency, I guess. He's, a, he's in charge of his life. Quits multiple jobs. For Nomi. <laughs> well, gets fired from multiple jobs for, from Nomi. <laughs> like she, she makes him lose that first job by kneeing him in the dick and then like pushing him into a person who then punches him in the face. The look on Nomi's face when she starts that ball, barroom brawl, she's just like loving it. She's yeah. just eating it up, watching this chaos that she's caused. There's a man eater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how you uh, sub. Uh, sum up Naomi is just a man-eater. Oh, yeah. I mean, she kind of is. A dumb idiot man-eater, but a man-eater She's just a people-eater in general. Like, just uses, every, expects everybody that comes into contact with her, even just for, like, you bump into her street. You got to bend over backwards to <laughs> go out of your way to try to please her, and she'll f***ing humiliate you. 
and then expect you to do it again, and oh. then maybe she'll give you a lap dance. Oh, but man, what a lap dance! Yeah, yeah. what a yeah. well. <laughs> she's on her period. She'll she'll give you a lap dance that'll break your freaking mind. But ask her to put ice on her nipples? I don't think. So. Oh my god, I'm erect. Why aren't you erect? <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. The auditioning process is a wonderful thing in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I, man, the, probably the, like Glenn Plummer's a sad loser in this movie, but the saddest person without a doubt in this movie is that girl at the auditions that the guy is like, oh, yeah, I remember you from a couple months ago. You got your nose fixed, but your ears are sticking out. Yeah. Come back when you get those ears fixed, too. And she's just like, oh, my God. He's like, what a dick. Like, And that doesn't yeah. matter at all on a stage show. No. Like, your face is going to be covered in makeup. Like, it's all anybody's going to see. Yeah. Nobody can make out, like, the contours of your face. Yeah. No, nope. and I think every wig they have covers ears. You would never <laughs> see. Yeah, unless you're goddess and your hair is in a ponytail. But other than that, yeah. that woman's never going to be goddess. That woman's definitely oh, going to no. be a biker or something. And whatever stupid dance number they have. What with those are, ears? What are those shows? So. What are those shows that they perform in? Is, what that, is, is it a real thing? I've, Do they I have shows like that or had shows like that. I've never been to Vegas before. I, I don't know what these what a showgirl is. What a like. What's the point of those shows? To make you horny so you frick the person you're with? So later? you don't like, gamble. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, I don't have anybody to fuck. I gotta make some more money. <laughs> I don't know if somebody will want to fuck me. Maybe if I get some money, I can fuck this woman who <laughs> has two kids and brings them to the show. Yeah, not a great environment. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Babysitter's probably a better idea, but you know. <laughs> but you know. There are monkeys there. Kids would probably love that shit. Oh, immediately, uh, when that monkey shits on the stage, Mm -hmm. they mention that. Nomi immediately goes and slips on it. Yeah. Like, the first thing she does, the first time she's dad, she slip on monkey shit. I never noticed that before. And I've watched this movie probably 50 times. I've never noticed that she slips on the monkey shit. And it's like, oh, that's like a good attention to detail. (laughs) What a good movie for that. What's another good detail? Hmm. Um, When... The auditioner calls her Pollyanna, and she asks all freaked out. She's like, what the f*** did you call me? Yeah. And then that's her real name. Her name is Polly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, another thing I realized on this watch, and it's probably because I only learned that information 20 minutes before the end of the movie because I was watching it so quickly. And I think that's a clue that this is really an autobiographical film for Paul Verhoeven. Oh. Name of the character. Name lead after himself. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Steve? he loves Vegas. He loves going to Vegas and destroying lives. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great part where the women are auditioning and they're like, like just dancing very aggressively, and the choreographer is going, "Sell, sell your bodies, sell your bodies." <laughs> this made me laugh really hard. Just screaming, That's a good note. Yeah, screaming that at people. <laughs> well, sell your bodies, ladies. Get out there. This is this whole movie is a wonderful look into like crazy people's lives like there is probably a choreographer out there that would be yelling that at somebody (laughs) and it just tickles me to no end that same guy is yelling thrust it thrust it that's one of my favorite scenes (laughs) thrust it so good slapping her ass while she's doing gives her slap on the tummy he's like good job (laughs) (laughs) that's fun though like he's gay so it's fine yeah of course Uh, yeah, yeah you know who's not gay that one dancer who insists he's not gay. Really? Well, he says he's I, not gay. I don't believe it. Well, he says. <laughs> and those other two guys are like, can I have my knuckle sandwich anally? And you're like, all right, calm down, guy. Like, 
You're gay. We get it. Calm down. It's fine. You're in Vegas. You're <laughs> gay. You Congratulations. Punch you in the butt. Is that what you said? As hard as you can. Punch me in the I butt think, and I'll get you, in. I want you to punch me in the butt as hard as you can. <laughs> I think that was my favorite line is the knuckle sandwich in my butt. <laughs> that was great. The speech where he stood on the stairs and, and spoke to everyone in the room. Oh, man. Have you ever bonded with somebody over your mutual love of eating doggy chow before? No, but that seemed like that would be a very special thing, I feel like. If you were a doggy chow eater... If you found if you found someone that you were were already looking up to, and then you found out that they also ate the dog food that you used to eat when you were younger, you'd be like, "Wow, I could." They ate dog food, and look at them—they're the star of goddess. That could be me. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, I I would have been impressed if it was the same brand, but if it was a different brand of dog food, yeah, I'd be like, "Whatever, you're an Alpo person. I'm a dog chow person. Get out of here." Right. Never will we meet. Never meant to be. Two no. ships passing in the night, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like it was dry dog food. I mean, wet dry food, uh, dog food is pretty good. It's is just it? stew. It's stew. I feel like that's way worse. Yeah, it's, no, it's just stew. Mm. Yeah. I, I feel like stew is pretty gross. <laughs> So, like, well, I'd rather have chips than stew, but I feel like dry dog food's closer to like Frito Loops or something. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Then Frito to Funyuns. Yeah. I like having nice tits. How do you like having them? What do you mean? You know what I mean. <laughs> like, okay. I feel like I would still clarify what yeah. do you mean. No, but what do you mean, though? Crystal. Crystal Connors, tell me what you mean. I do like the name Crystal Connor. It's the good stage name. Yeah, Nomi Malone is a good name. Gay Carpenter's a good name. <laughs> the first time I heard Crystal Connors, I wrote more like Crystal Boners. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, she incites uh, pageantry in my loins. <laughs> you know, the scene where she goes to the strip club, she's looking pretty good. When she when Kyle McLaughlin's getting that lap dance and she's just like grinding on the seat, it's like, God damn, Gina Gershon, you were like, whew. I'm S- Laverne, I'm sizzling over here. And she's just watching Nomi on stage, checking her out. Yeah. But Nomi just licks the stripper pole. Oh. Hottest thing she does in the movie. <laughs> I oh. thought those two were gonna get it on in the movie. Like I thought there was gonna be a full on female on female scene it comes so close and then uh gina calls nomi a whore right when she just like yeah like pulls her shirt when she sharks her when they're like when they fight when they're fight dancing yeah nomi's dancing (laughs) this is a very aggressive it's like she's fighting everything nomi does is aggressive Mm. when someone like offers her money and she just like snatches it out of their hands and she's throwing those fries around like she's Everything she does is spastic and aggressive, including the fight dancing. Absolutely. Just just vicious arm uh, chops. I think it would have changed this movie entirely if they would have, like, taken her aggressiveness and dialed it back. Maybe even just, like, a little bit in a couple of scenes. Like, you still want to portray that she's a nutcase and a crazy person and all that. But, like, just, like, a little bit back. A little bit. I don't know. I feel like the... I, I like that it's just, like, pedal to the metal. That it's just... Uh, she's just a lunatic from the second we meet her. Because she's got crazy eyes in the first scene. I oh, yeah. She's got definitely crazy eyes. I mean... I fr- mean, she's a good hitchhiker. You gotta have crazy eyes. I feel like... Speaking of her hitchhiking, I feel like the whole movie's kind of an accident. As she's just hitchhiking. Um, 
somewhere 347 miles from Vegas. Oh, it's my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. And, uh, <laughs> she just gets in a vehicle. Where are you going, Vegas? Mm-hmm. And then she decides to go to Vegas. Best part is there's a sign on the road. All it says is 347 miles Vegas. There's <laughs> nothing at all in between no where she town. is. And like, I think she's in Colorado at the start of the movie. It looks like I it, it yeah. She yeah. could also be like Portland would be exactly 347 miles. So that's a long fucking distance. To have <laughs> nothing between you and like hopefully you don't run out of gas or need a rest stop or like she lucky she didn't end up in Salt Lake City or something like that. Just like what are you gonna do? I guess I'll become a Mormon. I, I guess I, I don't know. That's the desert for you. You never know what's gonna happen. It's true. Or how much distance is between here and there. Are you gonna win? Can't win if you don't gamble. I'm gonna win. <laughs> Do you guys think she won? Yeah. She won big. She could have had it all. She did have it all for a little bit. Yeah. Ben McLaughlin in that pool became goddess. Lost it. She then downstairs. Rightfully so, yeah. I love that. Do you think that was her character peak is when she has sex with them in the pool? Yeah. Yeah. It's also very, like, yeah. she does that move that she also does when she's giving him a lap dance. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, I so noticed she, that like, too. Um, leans over so her crotch is on his crotch or on his member when he has pants off <laughs> and then she just leans like a like 180 degrees back and just starts rotating her upper body which isn't really doing like it looks very difficult to do it seems yeah. like we quite the workout but it's not really doing anything for her or for him because like the part that's in contact with them isn't doing anything yeah that's true and he's he's scared that he's gonna slip out and like splash pre on his face or something like that like he's holding on his dick is torqued that whole time and he's just like if it comes out i might catch it in my mouth i don't know what's gonna happen to it but yeah i could barely watch the sex scene because I just kept looking at the bottle of Cristal bobbing in the pool and going, oh, yeah, I guess it would float. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a science nut. You love science. It's, it makes sense you'd be into that. Yeah, I was thinking about buoyancy, but not in a boob-type way. Nice. Nice. Did you watch this movie with your <laughs> wife? Uh, no, I forbade her to watch it. <laughs> there was a period of time where I was like, like this is years ago when I was, you know, and I was like, oh, we should, like, tell, talking to my wife, I was like, oh, you got to see Showgirls. It's such an outrageous movie. And watching it now, I'm like, I'm really glad I didn't watch it with my wife because it's, like, a very unpleasant movie in a lot of ways. And I don't think she would have found it funny the way I find it funny. I think she would have been like, what's wrong with my husband for watching this, like, loving this movie? That's kind of how I felt watching this movie is that this is a very sad movie. It's such a hateful movie towards women in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's just like yeah. so much violence perpetuated against women. It's like, ah, I, I don't would know. say it's hateful towards. I feel like it's sympathetic towards women. Maybe. Like, this is the shit they got to deal with. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, Everybody wants to fuck you, use you, and like. When someone unironically you out. Yeah. Exactly. When someone unironically says to you, it must be weird not having anyone on you, then yeah, I guess you're in a pretty rough spot in your life. That's that's women. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good end to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the things I noticed this time watching it. Um so there's two other dancers for the big show that have like a rivalry Ooh, and hate for the each big other. show. <laughs> and, uh at one point, one of them throws diamonds on the stage, mm-hmm. so the other chick's partner falls while holding her, which leads to her like crashing, hitting the stage, getting hurt really, really badly. 
Like she's screaming in pain while the show still goes on. <laughs> yeah, very funny image. It cuts to the next scene and like the lights are totally on in the entire room. Nobody's left in the audience. And they're just getting to that girl and be like, hey, are you okay? What's wrong? So this line in pain. Like, everybody else must have gone off for, like, multiple costume changes throughout the show. It seems to happen after every number. And she just stayed lying on the middle of the fucking floor. Yeah. Like, monkey the shit. The audience is gone at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. House There's lights are nobody on. left. Like, they've yeah. long gone. Yeah, the janitors have swept up. It's over. The chairs are on the tables. She's got a yeah. broken hip. Or a broken knee. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Crystal breaks her hip. Like, despite the rest of the show, maybe somebody, like, got up there and put, like, a silk sheet over her or something. <laughs> but, like, for her to be lying there in pain while people shuffle out of there for 20 minutes is absolutely <laughs> crazy. Like, no one in the audience goes, like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> like, the show must go on above all. It like, must, you can just, yeah. just pull it, yeah. sweep her out of there. So. It, it would be so funny if, like, the motorcycle, like, the motorcycle gang number was next and she just got run over by a motorcycle. <laughs> just, just grabs, like, the tailpipe. Spurred <laughs> backstage. <laughs> Yeah, stagehand runs out and yells at the audience, don't worry, it's a part of it. <laughs> this is a through line through the whole show. <laughs> she loves it. This is her favorite part. Although they do cut to like a it's wide a shot. It doesn't look like anything bad's going on. Like it looks like the show is just fine. There's like yeah. two people kind of like f***ing or something on the floor. <laughs> right. <laughs> she, she crawls behind a fake boulder or something. Yeah. Oh, the show's fine. The show's going to survive. <laughs> the show will go on, all right? The lights have never gone down in the Riviera. It's never gone dark in there, so it has to keep going. I also love how after Nomi gets injured, or sorry, not Nomi, Gina Gershon. Crystal Carter. Or no, Crystal... Coach Carter gets Coach injured. Butter. Coach Carter, yeah. And uh, they seem very confident they could get either Janet Jackson <laughs> or Paula Abdul. They just don't want to pay the money, which I don't know if either of them have a history of dancing topless and like, stage shows. That's the thing. The fact that they were like, <laughs> we could have had anyone. We could have had Janet Jackson or Paula Abdul for your nude review. <laughs> Really? Paula Abdul, at the height of her pop star fame, she was going to leave it all behind to do a nude review in Vegas. Why not? Sure. If the money's right, I guess. It, well, it'd probably pay something ridiculous. They'd have to. That's why they didn't do it. They're like, we can't afford them. Yeah. The money's too ridiculous. Yeah, we could, we could pay these chicks that were working out a CD strip club like last week. <laughs> yeah. We can pay not them. A in platinum selling international <laughs> artist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry, you have to leave the Rhythm Factory or whatever the hell your band is called, Paul Abdul. We need you to get your yabos out in this show. Oh, yeah, no problem. Okay. Do I get to sing? No, you just get to, like, rise out of a volcano with your tits out and kind of shake them around a bit. And we'll pay you, like, I don't know, a million dollars a night for that. I, I don't know. The star technically had the easiest job. Like, a bunch of people dance. They come out of something and then do a pose, maybe a little dance, and then they were done. Like, it sure seems like every performance, because, like, I would, I would imagine that the show, we, we see the whole goddess show broken up into parts throughout the movie, but everything we see is probably a part of the same show, right? Yeah. So, is every show just, like, and then here's another vignette where people go and they fuck each other on stage, and then the most fuckable person like, comes yeah, out. Like they reveal her again and again every <laughs> again number. Again and again. <laughs> Ladies and every gentlemen. Every single time, there's a reveal. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, like the motorcycle one is like, like every other one, she's like this goddess that everyone can't get enough of. And then the motorcycle one is just like, what if we just had her get sexually assaulted on stage over and over again? <laughs> it is again. really fancy dancing when they do that, though. Like a guy does like a handstand above her, like, or yeah. then like slides down. So like he's yeah. between her legs. That's fancy dance move. A lot of daggering in that yeah. in that yeah. performance for sure. First yeah. daggering on in a motion picture. <laughs> So I was NC-17. They didn't know what to make of it. <laughs> There's a lot of talent in that hill. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, how? What else? I don't know. Oh, I realized that... Uh, so, so at the party where the unpleasantness happens... Uh, Caesar comes out. The whole movie, they've been like, you got to see Caesar sing. You're going to love it. You got to see Caesar sing. You're going to love it. And then they go to this party and Caesar comes out and goes... To the one and only most beautiful girl in the world. <laughs> and watching that, I realized I sing that to my cats all the time. <laughs> and I didn't know where it was from. And watching this, I'm like, oh, it's from Caesar and Showgirls. That song I sing to my cats constantly. That's crazy, man. <laughs> like, that, that happens a lot in your life where you watch a movie you haven't for a long time and you're like, oh, that's where that's from. <laughs> but for that to be from Showgirls that you do to your cats, wild. That's much more wholesome than, oh, than other things that I could say yeah. to them. Yeah. I've never said I've never <laughs> said to my cats, it must be weird not have anyone on you. <laughs> never said that to one of my cats. How do you like having nice I'm going to start saying that to my cats. <laughs> Oh, man, just great. Just a great top-of-the-pile movie. I'm just looking through my, like, notes here. I don't know. What else can be said? Like, I think, like, everything about this movie. What do you guys think movies... of the stripping? I mean, I watched it very fast, so, <laughs> like, people are just whipping their underwear off and whipping their bras off, and honestly, I kind of like that a little, rather than, like, sexily pulling down their underwear, just to be like, whoink, and just whip it down. That's cool. I like that. I don't know. I feel like... If you were to, like, assign a speed to the word sexy, mm -hmm. what speed would you... One and a half times. <laughs> Fair enough. 1.25. So over with. <laughs> Come on, chop, chop. Come on. I got eggs boiling. It's too fast. Like, no, we... I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, she was directed to dance like that. I probably did research for yeah, the role. Yeah, thrust like, it. Potter. Thrust it! Ugh. Thrust it! Sell your bodies! And like all the grunting, like I know in like martial arts you're supposed to like audibly grunt when yeah, you like throw like punches. Yeah, your chi out. Yeah, like it, it keeps you breathing and stuff. <laughs> right. But like nobody, like it's weird when they're dancing on stage making those sounds. Like nobody's <sighs> gonna hear you. Right. Like, <laughs> what if they were mic'd? Yeah. Still over the end, <laughs> over the speakers, you say, ha! 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 You need to have your chi right when you're stripping. That's a fact. Amen to that, yeah. If your chi's not right, you're going to slip on some diamonds and break your knee and get run over by a motorcycle. <laughs> I think I'm a .75 man as far as it comes to speed and sex. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Well, you're less busy Slow than down. I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shade. Hey, man, you're going to see a smile and snatch if you don't fix this G-string. <laughs> I don't know. What else do we got? Anything? That's my nipples are percolating. <laughs> oh no, my nipples are levitating. That's the that's the quote. That's a what? That's Is a it, quote? Yeah, when um, Crystal Connors the first time you meet her, where Nomi's friend gets like called Molly, her backstage, yeah. has to like fix her bra. Or yeah, something yeah, like that. it's just too tight. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They look like they're levitating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not too close. Don't, not too tight. They're a little bit looser, but not that loose because I, I want them to press, but I don't want them to get squished. I like how, like, um, Crystal getting her nails done by Nobis, like a huge, like, power thing. Like, it changes the dynamics of who's in charge of their relationship. It really does. It's it's a beautiful moment when when Crystal's like, "Could you could you do my nails for me?" and and Jean, and she's like, "Well, maybe I can." And then yeah, after she after she makes her lose the part of goddess, or like after Crystal like gets her cut from the understudy, she's like, "You know what? Maybe I will get you to do my nails." <laughs> love it. You don't know shit. Steve, what else you got? Anything else? Uh, I love this movie. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Vegas. I love everything it brings to the table. And uh, I want to see these people really dance. I want to see a sequel now. There is a There sequel. is a sequel following Glenn Plummer's lover, Penny. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's called Pennies from Heaven. That's true. That's a real <laughs> sequel. Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven. Really? Yeah. Hey, are they going to have that song? Probably. I mean, they better, yeah. Every time it rains, it rains. You know, that's the song. Oh, I do love when she's told that um, Penny's, like, not a classy name and changes the name to Hope, which I feel like Penny's a great stripper name. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if she would have said her name was Hope, you'd be like, no, that's a dog shit name. We're going to call you Penny. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's about, just about establishing. Exactly. Yeah. It's power. First he gets used to the money, then he makes you swallow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Al. Classic. <laughs> just like, that's how corporations work these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and now yeah, that's basically corporate America. That's capitalism. And now it's yeah. time for Abo's NFT Minute Crypto Corner. Oh, no. Tell us all about you. crypto. Uh, so you want to make a bunch of money real fast, lose a bunch of money real fast, <laughs> buy some coins. I don't really understand how they work. It's very speculative. Oh, and you're up, you're down, you're down, you're up. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, that's that's, that's Abo's <laughs> that's crypto corner. He said he said he could talk about it for hours before the show. Mm. And, uh, you be the judge. And we listeners. did. <laughs> we, we did. Had, I got it all out. And we had to cut out so much of the crypto corner. And mm. listeners, I wish you could have heard the full I was unedited good crypto buy, corner. Good buy recommendations. You would have bought then. You'd be up already. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck you for missing out on that. <laughs> Uh, any closing thoughts on Showgirl 1995's Showgirls? Watch this movie. I haven't seen it. Okay, so uh, I thought this was a really good movie. I'm very saddened by the fact that it was uh, put down on its original release. I feel like it was ahead of its time. I feel like it does uh, show hate towards women and how uh, (laughs) women are just subjugated throughout everything. And um, I I think uh, Christy Brinkley, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Berkley. (laughs) Elizabeth Berkley should have won an Oscar or at least the Golden Globe. I do feel bad for her. It did I didn't ca- realize this was '95. Like that's gotta be right after Saved by the Bell. Yeah, this was like her. This was her like big movie. Like this was her big break after Saved by the Bell. This was supposed to like start her career and like make her a star after this. And it's, instead, it had the opposite effect. And then you see her in any given Sunday as like a washed up old prostitute who Al Pacino's in love with, and you go, "Well, that doesn't seem to be striking too far from the truth." So that's life. 
And it was kind of sad that this was her second Vegas movie in a row because the previous movie she did was Zach and Kelly get married in Vegas. <laughs> was that a Say by the Bell thing? Yeah, it was the Say by the Bell feature film, probably the last thing they did of Say by the Bell until now. Yeah. Wait, uh, yeah, who's Zach? Which yeah, one's that? He's Is the that... main the blonde kid. Oh. Lead. Damn, he marries Elizabeth Berkeley. That's not he, bad. I thought he was into the I thought he was into that uh brunette um, Mario Lopez. Screech. <laughs> Sorry, stepped on your joke. <laughs> hey, Raven Power King, we miss you every day, Screech. Uh, you're a beautiful man with a beautiful sex tape. Yeah, I love him. It is. Uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's not as good as the Scott Stapp Kid Rock sex tape, but it's still pretty good. Great. Uh, love this movie, 10 out of 10. Watch it with your family. Watch it with your kids. Everyone should see Showgirls. It's uh, fun for the whole family, all ages. Except, except, <laughs> which ages shouldn't see this? Oh, like well, I, much like like Plato, like nine to ninety nine, anywhere in there. But if you're under the age of nine or over the age of ninety nine, you shouldn't be watching Showgirls. I we just don't like having fun. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> or if you don't, if you find Slam. it, if you find it weird to have people <laughs> on you, then don't watch Showgirls. If it's a normal daily occurrence for you. You're going to be right at home at the Cheetah. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, Abo, and thanks for the crypto update, and thanks for all your insights on uh, men's cum and where they should put it. <laughs> no problem. Oh, wait. I love you. I love you. We, we love, love you. We want they've been that fun. The crowd is going fucking nuts. And they love this song. Like, it's a ballad. Like, where did he go to the concert? Oh, it's screaming non-stop. What the Elvis Presley talk in this movie? Yeah. You'll say nothing about a hound dog? Vegas is Elvis. That's true. You have to learn to touch by touching, according to Andrew Carver. So, there you go. What the f*** does that mean? He's a misunderstood genius.